is the Sticks and Bricks podcast where we take a look at all the parts, pieces, and situations that come up every single day in your home building business so you can listen, learn, and take action to build a business that's as strong as your homes. I'm your host, Brad Hubbard. Thanks for listening. This week, I'm offering up a recording from a webinar-type program I hosted from my day job at ECI Solutions. In this time of working remotely, home builders everywhere are just trying to figure out how to do those things that were so simple before. So we organized some talks called Mark Chats with home builders all across North America to share concerns and ideas on how they're dealing with very real things that happen every single day in their businesses. And I thought it would be good to share these recordings with my listeners too. So this week I shared the discussion on handling warranty while working remotely. So listen and learn how other builders are handling their warranty at this time. Then share your ideas too. We're all trying to figure this out. And by generously sharing, we'll get through this together. Let's jump over to the recording now. Good Thursday to everybody. Welcome to this very special kind of web class today. Uh, thanks for all taking the time. We have a nice list of folks coming out here. Um, we, have, As you may have heard, we're looking to change this around a little bit rather than just being kind of a web class where I get to babble on the whole time and show you something new. Uh, we want to invite you into my babble a little bit, I guess, if the way um, to best explain that. Fortunately, I was able to bring uh, Jeremy Jackson in here. Uh, so Jeremy, thanks for being a part of today and uh, lending some thoughts and ideas to our very first ever Mark Chat. Thanks for having me. Oh, well, yeah, you may thank me now. We'll see later So <laughs> as we go. Uh, folks, um, we may have Kurt Boatwright, if he can join us, maybe joining on here with us too. Really today, um, we're going to go over really two things. We're going to talk a little bit about the format as I see, as I think in my head how this should go, and uh, a couple of rules that I'm thinking we'll put in. These will change, I'm sure, over time as we go through. And then really, it's just a matter of coming up with topics and questions. I mean, this is... Uh, It's going to be a little bit different, so we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, it won't crash and burn. It all depends on the feedback you guys out there will add here. So first, though, I'll do something that is familiar to me. I'll just have a couple questions here uh, to get an idea who is out there. So my normal very first question, if you take some time to do this, I'll tell folks, as I always do, no one can see your individual answers. We are just kind of pulling these all together for an overall general rule of thumb. You go ahead and do this. All right, and we'll go about five more seconds on that one. I think we're pretty good here. All right, we'll just share who's all out here. Let's look at this. So, wow, recently implemented, not yet installed. Thank you for uh, coming out here, learning a little bit more about Mark Systems. You'll learn a lot from all those who are longtime users. So, really, really nice mix of people in here. I think it should make for an interesting discussion. Those of you brand new, not yet installed, hopefully, you'll get an idea of how folks who have used the system maybe are continuing to use, especially in these unprecedented times. So, thank you on that. All right, I think I have a couple other questions here. If I can figure out how to make my polls work, okay. And let's just ask this, you know, how are you currently tracking warranty? This is important, especially since we have some folks who aren't yet into Mark Systems. So assuming at this point, you're probably doing something other than Mark Systems, but even some of you may be doing that too, as you move along. Nice. 
Okay, that looks about good here for now. Someone just asked if there's a roster of who's connected now. I don't think you can see that out there, James. I apologize for that. We may have to look at doing that kind of in the future on there too. Let me just kind of share who we have out here right now. So majority of you are using Mark Systems at this point too, some other software and just handle it as it comes up. Nothing wrong with that, it's just how it's been. Okay, so this one here, you'll have to excuse me for my divisions. They only give me five answers to use. So if you're in the you know Southwest or something, I saw some folks that were signed up that I know are in the Southwest. I apologize, I could not do that. I wanted to make sure to get the uh, good folks up in Canada on here too, just in case they showed up. And then if no one showed up then from Canada, which I don't have anybody there as of yet, then folks in the Southwest can or Northwest can be, you know, upset with me. <laughs> All right, we'll give about five more seconds if you don't mind. All righty, I think I'll just close this out and share it out here too, so you have an idea. Nice mix between them. So, no one up here in the Northeast with me, huh? Um, I'll represent the Northeast since I'm in Pennsylvania. And finally, one last question before we get into this again: just how many homes? your company build so folks have an idea of who is out and about there and size companies that we're going to be talking to nice and about five more seconds here finish this up okay very nice again i think we have a nice uh mix of of folks here so let's go ahead and close it and share it Again, real nice mix, different size builders out here. So thank you all. Thank you for being here. Hopefully you all get something out of this. All right. Now you can sit back a little bit as well. So let's just kind of go into a little bit of how I see this coming up in my head. So this is my format as of today. If we decide this is something good and we want to continue this on, this could change in the future. But like I said, it's going to be fluid. We're going to find out what works and what doesn't. So bear with us as we go through. But we do want you to be talking in this. So, uh, you know, we're going to start off different things. Uh, and the way I'm looking at this, we'll just have some questions. I'm going to bring in, um, you know, thoughts from Jeremy on this case. If Kurt's able to join us, uh, we'll ask his thoughts on this too. And then we want you to provide feedback. So the difference in this one than we've done over the past is we want you to have the ability to actually talk on here and speak, not just type in something on the uh, questions so if you want to and you would like uh, to speak because it would be probably easier to share your thoughts and your ideas and what you're doing on your end you can raise your hand like you're on a question i believe that's it that's how it is we'll try to get to different folks as we move along if you don't want to speak if you're shy say eh, i'd just rather put something in go ahead and type it in as a question um, or as a comment we'll try to bring those things up into the discussion too so no pressure one way or the other uh, again, no answers wrong here. This is really just set up to say, what are you doing? What do you think? How are you handling this? And uh, moving along from there. So um, uh, that's just kind of an idea on that. And again, to protect Jeremy and I, again, this is not really meant to say, hey, this is things we'd like to see changed or added. That's not this uh, venue at all. This is really, hey, how would do you see this or how are you seeing this now especially today warranting a pandemic but uh you know certainly we can jump over if something comes up in the discussion and says hey how is that done in mark systems one of us might be able to jump and do that 
Did I miss anything, Jeremy, you can think of to cover all bases? I think you got it covered. We just want to hear everybody's feedback. I mean, let's learn from each other here and uh, see what we can what we can glean from this. Fantastic. Thank you. All right. So let's just jump into it, Jeremy. Let's go into the questions, discussion points, and hopefully this will last more than a whole 10 minutes. And again, it's all dependent on folks coming up. So again, remember, if for some reason you like to chat, throw your hand up or something, we'll try to keep an eye on everything on that. Uh, Monica Wheaton's here in the background too, Monica. So if you happen to see something, I'll maybe rely on you to be taking a peek at that too, if you don't mind. So she's kind of doing this. So Sounds great. Start. I'll do that. Yep. Great. Thank you. So Jeremy, let's talk about this. Uh, everybody else think about this too in, in your uh, own circumstances. Real simple question, should warranty dates be extended at this time? And if you can't get out to any jobs, you can't get out to you know see be with the customer, is it fair or is it not to extend the warranty dates? Jeremy, what do you think on that? Well, I think there's some some consequences of, of not extending them, right? So uh, we, we have to talk about a little bit about, are you even doing warranty, right? And I think that's going to be a topic that's going to come up here in a minute. Um, yep. But if we're not, we, we're still going to have requests coming in. We still need to be able to track them. And um, everybody's system that's tracking warranty mark systems has a default delinquent date on each service ticket that you create, right? It's 14 oh. days, seven days, 21, whatever whatever your individual date is. Um, by not extending that date, um, that has some consequences. You know, vendors are gonna be notified of delinquent warranty service orders on their ITK dashboard um, if they go beyond those dates. Um, and accounting's gonna be getting some unnecessary notifications as well when they're cutting checks and things like that. So those are a couple of things system-based that, that we want to think about with extending those those warranty dates. So sure. from that perspective, I would say, you know, if we're not allowing warranty to be done, then we probably should look at extending those those timelines. But I'd like to know yeah. what everybody else has to say. Yeah, it looks like some folks are absolutely extending warranty, those types of things. So let me be the devil's advocate because, you know, I love to do that too. And and let's just talk about the warranty period. So not necessarily the individual units just yet, or the individual warranty items that come in. Obviously, if something comes in and there's a problem, I can see, yes, you can't necessarily get there within your 14-day time period. But let's talk about the um, just the overall, like if you give a one-year builder warranty, uh, at this point, or a two-year builder, or whatever that warranty is, should that be extended by, let's say, you know, no one can get out for an extra month? Does that go to one year and one month um, because of the case, or does it still go to just a year? Because theoretically, well, not theoretically, actually, home buyers are using their houses probably more than ever. They're still using them. They're still out there. How how do you see that, or is, or is that just me being a big old meanie? No, I can see that. Um, I, I think that definitely anything that gets requested prior to the year date would, would be something that you would have to honor, of course. Um, and then beyond that, uh, if it was me, I would probably, I think I would extend it by whatever time period we weren't doing warranty for, um, by a month or whatever it happens to turn out sure, to be. Yeah. yeah, as long as it's reported in that month. I'm just saying, what if they report you know, a month and, you know, a month over the year, is it still good? Because that year, I mean, a year is a year. So again, devil's advocate, this is just me just playing out there as well. And I'm getting a lot of good responses on here. Please, if anybody would like to be unmuted, please let us know. We'd love to have you talking, but I don't know from your standpoint, everybody, if they can see all these chats. So this might be something we'll have changed a lot. So 
Let me ask you. You might want to go down some of those chat questions there. Yeah, let's go down through here. So we've got uh, Tom saying absolutely extend warranty. Of course, extend warranty. Jessica, they're extending April's ending dates as of right now. So um, that makes sense. Again, the end of the warranty period. Uh, Brandy, think the warranty date should be extended. The customer has no more control over this pandemic than the builder does. That's true. Um, yeah, James is talking about keeping accurate records when submitted. So it's, would it be would it be accurate to say folks think it is the reporting of the warranty than is the actual warranty itself? Okay, we may have to. This is why this is fluid. We'll find in the future. Maybe we do want to add these out. So, uh, you know, I think most builders that I've ever worked for, or worked with, um, try to do the right thing, right? When it comes to warranty, and even when it's not in a situation like this, that you know, there's a lot of times where things will come up close to the end of the warranty period, and sure. um, you know, we're just going to do the right thing and take care of it. No, and I, I think you're right. I think most will do that too. Uh, Tom says lawyers will argue federal government sets the dates. I think that is some truth to that. Um, you know, addressing any issues that come in, James is talking about scheduling them later, you know, once you get the all clear. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of folks, it looks like they're coming up with just report it before the year end. Brandy said that's what they're asking their homeowners. So we'll get into that com um, that communication with your homeowners, Brandy, in a little bit too. Uh, Jessica saying the same thing, log them before the end of the year. As long as it's logged, they're going to honor it, I think. And Jeremy, you mentioned that too. Everybody's going to do the right things that too. Uh, Scott mentions that here. They use an outside warranty corporation um, and it's structured warranty. And again, they will honor anything that's submitted during the warranty period. Um, I'm sorry, Scott, I'm reading this out as we go. It says, you know, we use this external warranty company on our homes with it being structured warranty as opposed to something their customer or their company decided on they're advising their buyers they'll still honor anything and i'm betting scott you're finding that outside warranty company is probably doing something very similar if anybody else is using third-party warranty i'd be interested to hear what you're saying too and again it's probably case by case for anything that comes after the warranty period Thank you, James. I think that's what you're saying, Jeremy, too. We have a couple hands up, Brad, as well, so I'm not Ooh. sure. Um, yeah, let's get some Let's get yeah. some other folks on here. So I'll let you, uh, Monica, since you're looking down through, if you don't mind, just sure. you know, saying a name and letting us know, and we'll let them talk. So thank you. Sure. Um, Brian Alcott, I'm going to go ahead and unmute you. And if you'd like to talk, actually, I'm not sure that I can. Yeah. And, and then Perry was also... On All right, there. Brian, let me try. It says self-muted, so. There we go. Perry, and we've got you unmuted if you'd like to add any comments. Well, I'm just going to you how to work the controls. <laughs> no problem. So, uh, Brian, I think you're unmuted now. I'll say Brian Alcott, so. Yeah, we got Brian. Oops, sorry. Brian. I think we do. Live TV, folks. Hear me now? Uh, is that, yes, I think we do, Brian. If that was you who said, can you hear me now? We can hear you. <laughs> yes, this is Brian. Um, hey. Well, thank you. I appreciate this uh, webinar. It's uh, going to be helpful. Um, 
for us as a company, uh, we have decided to honor everything that's been turned in. We're still sending out uh, lists to homeowners that, uh, you know, their, their warranty's coming up so we can stockpile and then be able to schedule as we come out of this. Um, but anything that does go past a year, as long as they've turned it in, we will review it once we're able to get into their homes with them. Okay. Um, the one question I may have missed, I'm sorry, because that was a, few, a little bit late to the uh, webinar, was mm -hmm. um, before purposes, I know you all were kind of in agreement of uh, delaying dates, but there's not a hold aspect to the system at this point. Like if somebody goes on a, you know, that might be something to think of going forward is having abilities that if a homeowner was in a hospital or had a bereavement or something that they needed to place some warranty service on hold, if a builder was willing to do that, this would be a perfect scenario for this too. Yeah. And I think this, you know, this situation, there are warranty dates within the system that, you know, can be changed around a little bit at that point too. And process wise is probably where that comes, you know, to extend that warranty date. And and that's, I believe, in house file maintenance. Is that correct, Jeremy, if I'm thinking correctly on that? Um, yeah, you can do it in warranty maintenance as well, though. Oh, okay. So either place. So, yeah, you're, you're right. At that point, if you need to extend those things, you can do that, uh, Brian, and, and greatly appreciate it. Um, you know, your, your feedback, too, and what you're saying. Are you finding right now that customers are – yeah, you know, pretty understanding because, you know, I think probably the advantage of us all being in it together is, as we found, you know, folks are a little bit more forgiving. Yeah, I mean, generally everybody's understanding of, uh, you know, homeowners. Uh, we were trying to before um, Georgia went into a uh, shelter in place. Um, we were trying to get as much accomplished as we could um, for those that were willing to allow us in the house and those that were not. Um, we went ahead and, uh, you know, put things on hold. Now, in terms of most people, when they put things on hold, are they extending the service entry date and then the delinquency date um, and pushing those out? Or how are most people doing that in that regard? Hey, that's a great question. So if anybody wants to um, add into that, either, th again, through the chat, if you don't want, um, you know, unmuted at this point, or if you'd like to add in, please... Uh, We've got Sean who's raised his hand, so I'll go ahead and unmute. Um, Sean, okay. there you go. Yeah, we, what we're doing is we're putting in the actual date that they're um, requesting service. That way we can track the actual date, but we're extending the delinquent date. Um, right now we have our delinquent dates uh, extended to May 1st, and we've told all of our, um, our uh, customers that we will be contacting them um, and giving them an update by that date. And uh, by then we should know if this has been lifted or not, or if it's been extended. Now, are you doing that manually for each service order changing, or did you go into like a, you know, the system configure or something to change it to a certain, you know, X amount of days? I guess if you're doing it to the first, I imagine you're doing that on each individual unit. Is that correct? Yeah, we're doing it on individual yeah. service tickets. Okay. And that makes sense. It's not necessarily a date. Thank you. Appreciate your feedback on that. So anybody else out there? Monica, you seeing anybody else right now? Um, James out there said they're using... A comment in. Yes, yeah, said we are using a secondary logging system for communication to help schedule follow-ups due to postponing their year-end reviews. So um, thank you for that, James. Let's just see. Scott, I'm you're... I'm uh, to unmute you again. 
I'm sorry, what was that, Monica? I apologize. Sorry, Sean, Sean had his hand up again, so I went ahead and unmuted. Oh, go ahead, Sean. Oh, no, I actually did that by accident. I apologize. <laughs> hey, no worries. No worries. Thanks. Thanks anyway. So, uh, yeah, secondary. Uh, here's here's an interesting uh, idea here. Scott put on there. They put, uh, you know how you can put your codes for your different walkthrough list? They actually created a C code that stands for the COVID virus, which stops the clock on the time when the warranty is entered. So, Scott, would you be willing to uh, jump on and talk a little bit about that? Because I think folks like that idea and see how that kind of works. I'm hoping maybe you'd be willing to share that with you. But if you say, no, I'd rather stay on the chat, that's okay too. Yeah, they, uh, some folks would like to say what you mean by it stops the clock on the time when a warranty is entered. So, hey, good, Scott, great. I'm hoping that yes means yes, you're good to turn it on. So if not, you'll just tell us not. So let's go down here real quick. All right, you're unmuted now, Scott. Hello. Yeah, we put a C code in. So it's kind of like, you know, you use the Z code, which if you have to order something, that's going to take longer than 14 days to get. Mm -hmm. It kind of, it doesn't count down the, the 14 days of when the warranty was entered. So we put the C code in. So when I enter all of my warranties, if, as long as I put that C code, it doesn't start the clock on those 14 days. It kind of mutes it. So are you talking just, I want to make sure I'm understanding this too. Uh, you know, you go into the warranty setup and are you talking the list types that you yeah, set up I'm a sorry. C? Yes, I'm okay, sorry. So. Put all a right, C let, me just, let me just jump over yeah, here. There's already quick. a Z code in there, which I guess from what I was told to understand, you use that if it's, if say you have to order a part and it's going to take some time. Um, so you have it here on your list type file. I just want to make sure I'm understanding that too. And you said there's a D or something at that point. No, or Z. Z. So are you talking more the the stage codes over here? No, he's talking about the list types. Yeah. Not the list types. Yeah. Over the list. Um, it's okay. Okay. I'm I'm not sure. And Jeremy, have you seen that before? Or do you know how that? You know, when we're talking about going in here, we set up, a, you're setting up a C code, Scott, is that correct? And then that's where it says COVID virus here. Hold on, let me let me see if I can get to it. I, I'm new okay. to all of this, so I'm a little, uh, kind of like a deer in the headlights here. Hey, no worries, no worries. Nothing like uh, being new and being put in the spot, how about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let me hey, see. Hey, well, thank um, you, appreciate that. No, no problem. We, and we I, can give I don't know that it, this is Jeremy. I don't know that it stops the clock officially as far as doesn't take into account the delinquent date, but it would definitely allow you to filter and, and see those as a different type of item. Uh, or right, maybe, maybe I'm sort of saying it stops the clock, but when they look at it and, and look at it, I'm sorry, it's in the, um, yeah, in the list type. Okay. Um, maybe I'm wrong in saying it stops the clock, but when they look at it and go, well, how come this was more than 14 days, they'll see the C code and say, okay, Got well, you. this was during all that time. Good. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice way to really. What I've, been doing, I've just, I put my description of what the warranty is. And then I put, uh, I've been putting no entry due to COVID virus. Okay. Nice. So that's a nice way to be able to quickly see which ones came up at that point. Really nice thought. So. Yeah. That's why I want to get my list every week. I, you know, people at the home office can see, okay, it's not just that it's not being done. It's all put on there for the virus. 
Okay, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. So, all right. Um, let's see. Let's jump over to the next question here, Jeremy, since uh, this is, hey, at least it lasts more than five minutes. I'm so excited. Thank you all for your feedback. This is really nice. So, again, maybe a question Are you handling anything different between interior or exterior items? You know, are you still saying, hey, we can get these done exterior? You know, are you allowed to do that in your area or not? Or is it pretty much all shut down? I know Pennsylvania right now, residential construction is non-essential so you're not allowed to do it at all right now um so again just ask that jeremy have you seen with anybody you've talked to over the time any anyone handling interior exterior items different yeah i actually reached out to some 55 plus um builders here that i know uh personally that are also customers uh just see what they were doing because their uh, buyer demographic is a little bit more of a high risk than, than even your average person so i want to know what they were doing and and they were the ones that mentioned to me um, that, first of all, their, their trades, and I'd be interested in knowing this for people as well, um, were the ones that were kind of drove the ship and said they didn't want to go into people's houses. Um, mm -hmm. So I wonder if you guys are running into that. Um, and then also they were saying, so they weren't doing any interior warranty items, but they would go out and do exterior warranty items. So if there was something with the grade okay. or drains or something like that or fence that, that they were able to go ahead and get those done uh, because their trades are technically still working. So. Real good. Yeah, and I do have a trades question coming up. Brandy had mentioned they're willing to do both interior and exterior as long as the occupants of the home meet all the protocol requirements. So, Brandy, I'd be interested in knowing a little bit more about that. If you'd let us unmute you, let us know. And again, if not, this, there's no no judgment here if you don't decide you don't want to speak on here too. But, you know, do you communicate something or how do you communicate with customers the protocol requirements that are required? And, you know, are you talking the face mask at this point, uh, you know, staying the six feet away? Um, or, and Brandy says here, if they're not comfortable having folks come in and do interior or exterior, uh, they offer to do the exterior only now and schedule interior later. So, um, well, I've afraid. also got a hand up too. So Perry's okay. got a hand up as well. Thank you. Thank you. So Brandy's saying here. Thank you. Brandy's still saying here, most of our trades are willing to do service inside homes as long as, again, that protocol is met. And they're asking customers if they're sick, have traveled recently. Oh, you're asking them and then basically maintaining social distancing. So fantastic. And Monica, you said who was that that was unmuted? I'm sorry. Um, Perry has his hand up and I went ahead and unmuted it. Hey, Perry, welcome into our first ever Mark chat. Thanks for being a part. So what, what are you well, seeing? Um, I don't use I don't use the warranty module myself, but I do know what's going on and uh, we are continuing to do exterior work um, and we're just taking down uh, the complaints within the warranty period for the interior until them will follow back up when um, when this gets resolved we have we have a one of our warranty techs um, has um, a wife at home that he does not want to pick anything up and take it back to her she's makes sense yeah uh, high risk so we're, we're continuing that way i don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate but <laughs> we've had a really really wet winter and spring so we've got plenty to do just you know trying to dress some things up outside right now sure sure no i appreciate that and you're right it's a multifaceted event where you know you not only have to think about the customers but you're you're right your own your own employees and their families too yeah. I and mean, it's 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 uh kind of a 
dicey situation at times. So thank you. Thanks so much for sharing too. Um, couple other folks Brian here. With the hand up too. Okay. Looks like, other... Sorry, it looks like Brian put his hand down. It's okay. Oh, oh that's all right. Um, yeah, they're saying, yeah, working on, you know, exterior only, still keeping the six foot distance. Most it looks like they're doing interior only if it's an emergency situation type of deal. So that makes sense. And others are saying it is driven by the trades. So we'll get into that, Sean. Thank you. Um, yeah, emergency calls for the interior. I mean, I guess you have to at that point. I mean, <laughs> as anyone. Uh, Sean says when they do go inside on an emergency call, uh, all are required to wear masks and gloves. I'm assuming that means both you, your trades, your employees, and the customers. Yeah, and if someone has the virus in the home, service will have to be approved by senior management. So good. All right, good. And Brandy, hold on to that thought too, um, uh, because that question's coming up. So you're you're psychic, I think, something like that. So let's let's move on to the next question. Just kind of see. It. So are you still accepting warranty requests? I think we got that one covered already. You know, how are you managing them? Uh, but the question that Brandy answered, like I said, she was psychic. Is are you finding more or less re warranty requests now? Brandy said they've actually had significantly less, unfortunately had to lay off uh, some of their warranty reps. Tough decision I know for everyone um, on any staffing needs. So you know, we're with you on that. We completely understand that. Uh, anybody else, are you seeing warranty requests go up or down at this point too? And you know, regardless of whether you're able to do them now, just the requests coming in. Very low, James says, okay. Jeremy, have you talked to anybody out there and have heard what they're seeing from warranty requests, high or low? Uh, the, yeah, they've. What I've seen too is what we've kind of got on on here is that they're they're lower, which which kind of surprised me actually. You know, with people working from home and being in their house um, significantly more, that they're you know not just kind of noticing things, you know, <laughs> and, right, and, right. and reaching out. You know, they have the time to kind of deal with it, and maybe it's just because they they figure they don't want people coming over and fixing it, but. Um, yeah. I kind of thought that the trend would go the other direction, honestly. Huh. Looks like Alexa, the folks over there in Michigan, I believe, if I remember correctly, they're finding more coming in uh, because they think people are in their home is more normal, probably not watching too much Netflix, or at this point, people are getting sick of Netflix, I think. <laughs> Certain look. Um, yeah, still coming in. Others are kind of normal. Some like to proceed normally, um, but. We've got another hand up over here from Sean. Go ahead. Okay, Sean, you've been unmuted. Hey, Sean. So, hey, some of the builders in our area are actually taking their warranty service personnel and using them to monitor the uh, social distancing and other uh, safe practices in homes during construction. So they're actually assisting the superintendents in the field to make sure that uh, everybody's complying with the CDC mandates and also what our state sets forth. Nice. So you're using that also as you know, they are going in and, and monitoring to kind of protect you as a builder too. To, so someone can't say, hey, this person came in and didn't maintain it. Is that is that how I understand you're doing that and the reason you're doing that? Well, the reason we're doing that is because we've been told by our governor that if uh, construction services doesn't, you know, so to speak, tighten up our ship, that he'll shut down all construction throughout the state. So. Uh -huh. Uh, a lot of people are stepping it up and taking extra protocol. We have hand wash stations set up. We have uh, we have people monitoring our trades to make sure they're maintaining safe uh, social distancing. We're also 
um, taking a questionnaire around each morning and asking each one of the workers. And sometimes, you know, when we have 20 to 25 houses going on a job site, it's, uh, it's quite a large task. Uh, taking this around and asking each individual trade, are, are you sick? Have you been exposed to anybody with a virus? And we're keeping that on a log so that if wow. OSHA comes onto our job site, we say these are the things we're doing, we're questioning people. And, you know, we're using warranty staff people to do that also. Okay. No, that's, that's really nice. So your hand washing stations, is that sort of like the, like I know in our area, the porta potty people will have, you know, porta potties, you know, sinks with, um, you know, hand sanitizer. Go. Is, is that what you're talking about when you say that? Or do you? Well, unfortunately, like we're in, we're in Las Vegas. Um, okay. All of ours are being utilized. So we had to get creative and we actually took a freestanding laundry room sink and okay. we're using that as our hand wash station. We're hooking it up to the water supply on some of the houses we're building. And wow. we're actually putting antibacterial soap out. And, uh, right. you know, we got signs up directing people to the hand wash station. And we're putting that next to our porta potties. And the porta potties also good. have hand sanitizer in them. Wow. And you're not getting anybody coming in, you know, uh, filling their own hand personal hand sanitizer. <laughs> I know in grocery well, stores we, they're doing I've heard that. So. We, we did have an issue with that to begin with when this first started. People were going into the porta potties and stealing the hand sanitizer out of them, but uh, that's kind of calmed down now. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Sounds like uh, Brandy is there. In, sorry, sorry, I know you have a lot of comments that have come in, but I've also got Perry with his hand up, so I'll just unmute him. And when you're ready, um, okay. it's um, to share his thoughts. We're, we're having fewer in care requests. What we're experiencing are a whole lot more just general complaints from where people are out walking the neighborhood, um, you know, complaining about various things, mud on the street, trash blowing around, uh, various exterior things, not necessarily with their house, but just in the neighborhood in general. More so, inspectors out there now, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's nonstop. Um, yeah, yeah. But interior requests, they've, they've backed off some. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Good to know too. Um, thank you, thank you for sharing. So, so folks, if any of you out there have logs you're willing to share, you know, blank logs or anything, I'll put it out there and say, hey, if if you want to send it over to me that way, if anybody else requests that and you're okay with it, I'm willing to share that. But you know, don't feel obligated on that. I just think that's kind of nice because it's neat hearing that too. So, uh, let's see, two, 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 and I, I saw a question up here. I want to get back up to here shortly. But um, let's see if we go down through here. Okay, well, let's just jump on to another question here too. Again, how are trades reacting to warranty this time? We talked a little bit about this. I thought I'd bring up, you know, are they extending any warranty periods with you? It's probably, I'm guessing it's pretty much the same on that. So I'll, we'll get into a couple questions or answers or responses from anybody out there too, in terms of, you know, any issues you're coming in with trades that we haven't yet talked about. And let me see if we see some requests, because then after this, we're going to jump over to any questions or concerns you have that we didn't do. So Brandy said their trades are working on extending the warranty period. That's fantastic to know. Um, okay, and Jeremy, I'll say, have you reached out to anybody? Have you heard anything different from anybody? I've had Chad saying they've had no pushback from trades. Again, I think everybody's kind of in this together. No, and just what I communicated earlier that. You know, they were trades were 
less willing to go inside the houses, right? Um, I was kind of wondering if people, you know, if you are using the warranty portal in, you know, the homeowner portal in Mark Systems on the Internet Toolkit, if you guys are putting some of the, any new messages out there oh, um, re regarding warranty timeframes, expectations, um, steps you're taking if, um, if, a, if you do need to come in and, and deal with a warranty issue, uh, and those sort of things and how you're communicating that to customers, whether it's, you know, just an email or if you're putting on a portal or what you're doing. Yeah, that's, that's a great point on that, too, because I think a lot of folks, as they set up those developments early on, they forget that messaging is out there. So if you do. Uh, so I'd be curious to hear that uh, hear back from folks, too. If you're using the customer portal, your home buyer portal, are you using that messaging on that portal to uh, you know, put out a COVID response or anything on that, too? So. Uh, Good thoughts on that too. Uh, again, I, folks asking about the trades or answering still on that, asking trades on guidance that they come. I feel comfortable doing. That is wonderful. Okay, well let's uh, let's jump over to any questions that you are thinking about or you know what you're worried about in the next one too. I'm gonna bring up Tom had one here said you know what unexpected issues will we run into when the lockdown is lifted and the flood of calls finally hits. So um, is anybody kind of pre-planning that or what, you know, having discussions with your team at this point? Again, if it's easier and, and Monica, if you see any hands up, let me know. Would love to hear what you're kind of planning for that time. You know, if you have any, um, you know, communications you're preparing or anything on that end too. Or maybe that was such a good question. People thought, oh my goodness, I haven't thought that far in advance. And Tom, you'll get the extra points for that one. <laughs> I can add a little bit of comment here while we're waiting for some hands and questions. I see Doug's uh, hand up, so I'll be real short. Um, right. Washington uh, State is a bit ahead of the curve of the. So we've, um, yesterday, I think we hit our peak on the 7th. And so we're on the downslope now, um, you know, on our curve. And, uh, and it's still, it's very, hard to say what will happen or when things will open up again um even here because you know we've got to make sure that they've got enough tests and everything under control before they're really going to start opening and they haven't right. really come up with any kind of plan as whether it's slow or fast and so it's been it's oh, been okay. interesting but i'll go ahead so and i'll doug um, you're past the peak though is that what you just said we are yeah we just passed the peak we uh we had a bunch of ventilators we shipped to new york and we just took down Comcast Event Center, which was a hospital, and we had a bunch of soldiers in from Colorado manning that, and they've all been sent home and taking that apart and sending that to another state that could use it. So nice. Uh, well, congrats but, to you. Yeah, but you know, it's it's hard though because they just canceled school completely, which we normally don't get out until the end of June. Okay. Um, know that they'll bring that back. <laughs> and then, um, we can't leave till May fourth. So nice. Um, okay. All right. Yeah, I would just recommend kind of watching what's happening in Washington to see if that's sort of what we'll start to see in other states as well as it starts to subside a bit. Well, that's good news to hear. Here in Pennsylvania, we're still kind of, I mean, they just cancel yeah. our school the rest of the year too, you know, at least, you know, but still are doing it uh, remotely, but not going back in. So good to go. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, you, you had someone muted. I apologize. I did. I'm sorry. I unmuted Doug. So, and I know we have a lot of comments coming through. Yeah, no, no problem. I mean, you're talking about important things. Uh, we, our school's closed until May, but it, it won't open again. Um, you know, it's we're we're still on the way up, so we're in Florida. 
But anyway, we, you know, we're just going to do it simple. When, when we get the all clear, we're going to take things in order and mix in things depending on severity. I think the biggest problem we're going to have is with our trades. Um, you know, they're just going to have <clears throat> an unbelievable amount of backlog to go through. And, you know, getting warranty done a lot of times is, is secondary for them to getting, you know, um, work done that they're going to get paid for. So I think that's really going to be our big problem. But uh, we're just going to take things in order and and mix in the tough ones too. Oh, very nice, very nice. And again, again, I'm thinking, I'm guessing most most customers, and we can never say all because there's always those customers out there. I'll say it that you know it's theirs comes before anybody else's. But I think most will understand. Most will work with you kind of as as you get through it because no one's back to normal at this point, and so they're, you know, they'll just have to at that point. So thank you for sharing. I appreciate that too. You know, Brad, we had a couple of other good good comments here. Uh, one from Jeremy uh, Pyle. Um, he said that they are, you know, staying in contact with their customers uh, weekly and, and kind of keeping them in the loop. Uh, an, another person said that they are going to have the the project managers um, assist with service tickets. You know, once once we're back out there, so they're kind of um, helping out the other the other team, so to speak. Um, and then Brian said that uh, they're looking to stockpile warranty in the neighborhoods so they can maximize the efficiency of the trades, which I thought was a good idea is to kind oh, of yeah. look at the scheduling and, and the requests that are on the plate of different trade partners and try to get them all in one area all at the same time um, to the extent that they can. So that sounds, sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well, especially if, especially if you're further apart, but yeah, if the plumber's in there and you have seven, yeah, take advantage of it. And, and, especially if folks are going to be at home eventually, but soon they'll be out. So thank you. Thank you all for that too. So, um, and I had already received while we were on here, an email from Sean with some of his uh, forms they're using. So if, um, you know, I get his okay to share that, I will. I'm assuming it's probably okay if he sent it over to me, but uh, uh, if that's the case and you would like copies of some of those logs that they're using and, you know, Drop me a line. I think that's fantastic. That's that's what kind of I'm hoping and was hoping these these chats would do is let folks share with each other and kind of get through this together. So, all right. So let I think what I'm going to do is keep, please keep those questions. I'm I'm going to at least do the the final things that I have kind of on my end. Uh, you know, my normal end of uh, web class ones. Oh, and Sean says go ahead and share. So I'm going to upload these two in as they are as handouts. So be looking at your handouts here real quick. And I'm going to choose them and do this. So hang on one second. Make sure I get the right ones up here. So thank you, Sean, for uh, sharing these. So make sure I get the right ones up here. Standards and protocol. Okay, let me drag that over. That one and one other one too is this health assessment form. So if you can use these, fantastic. Shout out to Sean for that one too. So there's a couple more good comments I heard, Brad, while you're doing that. Um, yeah, go ahead. Thank you. James said um, they've been advised to schedule tickets they have in May to go ahead and get them on the service schedule now. So they're kind of getting them locked in with the trades, kind of projecting that things are going to be better in, in May. Um, nice to kind of get ahead of the curve and ahead of the other other builders maybe in their market. Um, so that's a great 
uh, great thought. Good, yeah. uh, would somebody else back that up? Um, Brian uh, talking about, you know, getting good firm service dates uh, scheduled sooner than later, you know, trying to project Real out. Good, yeah. Yeah. Worst case, you have to re, you know, remove them, but at least getting them on there, you have those folks planned, especially if you're dealing with trades that other builders in your area are doing so. Get on get on the front end of that. Fantastic. So, hey, real quick, uh, folks, and again, um, a couple things. First of all, please, if you have other questions, other things, I don't want to cut to sh um, short yet. I just want to get through these items, too. Um, if you decide to drop off, I will have a survey at the end of this. Just some real quick questions. How can we make this better in the future? Because obviously, again, this is our first time. We want to do a couple of these, whether they're just Thursdays, maybe two a week on different items. So if there's something you'd like to know what other people are doing, put it in that survey result. Let us know if you like this or if this was you know, a train wreck or whatever. Let us know. I think it was pretty good. I'm pretty excited about how this came out, too. Uh, a reminder, our Mark Systems University events, if you do want to learn a little bit more, this is the perfect time to do so. And now that uh, you're not traveling, note we are offering this one virtually and have offered this particular class. It's typically 1200 bucks or something like that at $500 now. So you want your purchasing team to get in and do this. Now's the time to do it. It can be done a little bit um, learning management classes and is going to be also done in um, you know some live training. So it's not like you're just sitting there taking classes, doing a little bit. So keep that, that's coming up in two weeks, can still get in on that. Hopefully by November, we'll all be traveling around. So if you haven't been to our Connect conference before, it happens every two years. It's ECI corporate wide. So all the different products that ECI has, and if again, all goes as planned, we'll be out with you folks there in Las Vegas who um, generously talked to us here today too on, on some of the input. And um, hopefully by that point, this trip will be back open. And you know, there's, there's usually something to do there in Vegas. Follow us on your favorite social media. Don't forget the Mark Systems user group on, on LinkedIn. Uh, you have to request uh, to become a member of that, um, which as long as you're a Mark System customer, you'll be admitted into that. It's just a great place to post job openings that you have, look for job openings, do things like this. They ask others, hey, how do you handle this? And so I kind of oversee that, try to throw some stuff out there and make it so it's not just a marketing place, but actually is useful. So please come over and join us there. And a reminder, you can go to constructionsupport.ecisolutions.com for any technical support items or any questions you have in terms of your software. You can call in, you can email, but by far, constructionsupport.ecisolutions.com is there. Okay, enough of those ads. So, Monica, do we have anybody else with hands up? Or, Jeremy, anything you think uh, we should add? Thank you, Brandy. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's good to hear. Uh, no, we're, we're good. We don't have any more hands up. Thanks, everybody, for participating. Okay. I think this was a great yeah. discussion. Yeah, yeah, please take the time. Fill out that survey. I do want to know. Believe me, I read every single survey that comes through. I make sure we want to know. We want to make these better. And we're going to start putting some more things on the schedule. We only did this one for now just to see if it would work. And I think it is working as well. The intent and what's really nice about management here is, you know, we're not here to try to you know, push our software. It's just, let's talk as builders. And that's what it's all about. So that's what we love when we brought this up. And Jessica just said their warranty handles final homeowner walkthrough um, to create the punch list. Oh, a question. Thank you, Jessica. Our warranty, make sure I'm saying this correctly, Jessica, as we do this, handles the final homeowner walkthrough uh, to create a punch list. So if I'm reading that, punch list is done, it gets turned over to your warranty department. And I think that's how, what you're saying there. And how are other builders handling this? So uh, as we wait, I'll, I'll say a couple things on that. Um, just from my own point of view, 
you know, that's one of those that depends on your staffing needs. This is how I look at that is, again, if you let that walkthrough list, hopefully you don't have that punch list. We all know we, we want that perfect one. But if that exists to hand that off to warranty, you know, for that before closing punch list, does that give the folks who are building the house a way to not complete the job? And I know that's a terrible way to say it, but it's what I mean by that. So they can say, well, that's all right. Warranty will handle that and take it from there. Not to say that's bad, not to say it's good. It's just that's one way to look at that. Uh, Jeremy, how have you seen that? Do you see a lot of, I know a lot of builders do it that way too. I see a lot of people that have the superintendents kind of finish it before they hand it off. But I mean, it's a good question um, because a lot of people will do pre-construction, they'll, they'll do drywall walks and they'll do, you know, these homeowner walkthroughs, the, the orientations, a lot of people will call it. Um, and that's really a personal interaction where you're in the house with the buyer. And I was, I'm interested to hear how, how people are kind of handling that. I've, um, yeah. I know that the, some of the pre-con walks, the people I've talked to, they're doing them remotely, um, like over the computer, but, um, the, the orientations, I mean, there's not really a way to do that remotely. Yeah. Think. Yeah. And it looks like James is saying the same thing. You know, he likes to have the construction managers keep accountability on their job, but I'm seeing several people that say, Hey, they're starting to get their warranty and service department on those final walkthroughs because it's a nice handoff also over to the service ones done and then, you know, gives them an introduction to the customer. So again, I can see both sides of it. And um, let's see, Jeremy says they create a walkthrough or a walk list with their customer, with their customer service staff and the project manager takes care of that list. Then anything after 30 days, is there anything 30 days after closing? Are you saying Jeremy is still that project manager's responsibility? And again, or is it a warranty service staff or, and now the way I'm reading that is he's saying that the, that the PM takes everything for the first 30 days. And after that, then those things go to warranty. Gotcha. Okay. I think, it, yeah, I think it's, that's how I'm yes. Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy online with me to help me read Jeremy to make sure I'm understand Jeremy entered that in. Thank you. And Andy says they have a generic uh, orientation video that folks watch. I'm guessing on, is that what you mean by that? Andy on that. And then and saying goes to walk through to introduce myself. And Nan, are you warranty two on that one? Or are you owner? I'm sorry if I don't know that right offhand. So I just want to make sure I know kind of your role in there too. Customer service warranty. Thank you, Ann. So Ann and customer service warranty is going in too. Goes over the warranty process at that final orientation too. It's nice, nice way to look at that too. Yep, go over disclosures, fun things like that too. Yep. Uh, Sean did ask real quick too, um, how are others handling the actual orientation now during this current situation? I mean, is everything just on hold and all houses are on hold? That might be a great discussion coming up future, but if you know you are in a state where construction is still being allowed, it's a great question. How are you handling your final homeowner walkthrough or orientation or whatever you call that too? And as, Jer as Jeremy puts in here too, is anyone having buyers who aren't comfortable doing that too? So um, we had Andy had a video at this point. Brian said they're looking to create one. Very nice. And I saw that somewhere else on something customer. We just a brand new customer coming on board that um, we we're working on too. 
Brandy said they're still doing in-person walkthroughs, orientations, but only allow the buyers on the contracts and no extended family and great uncles who have built and, you know, have all their extra tape. Sorry. I'll get off my soapbox a lot. <laughs> Do not shake hands. They have hand sanitizer. Great. They maintain the six foot of uh, social distancing. Others are wearing gloves and bringing hand sanitizer, giving the buyers their own pen to use. Um, Brad, you... yeah. Sorry, Jeremy, with his hand up. I'm going to go ahead and unmute you, Jeremy. Good to see you. Okay. Hey there. Um, so what we're doing, we're, uh, again, like someone else is doing, only the buyers can attend the orientation. We're mm -hmm. keeping our six foot distance. Um, but we also offer them to basically do the orientation from the outside to where they don't have to go in the inside. So they'd meet our representative outside. Uh, if they're not comfortable being inside the home, we've already gone through and identified some issues. And then we allow them to go through the home look. They'll come out. We'll go in, look at it and talk about it outside to be separated and outside. We haven't had a whole lot of people that that, you know, have gone to that extent, but we're giving them that option to kind of do everything from the outside and limiting who is, you know, going in and out of the house. Uh, nice, nice, yeah, yeah. And and again, I don't think that's an unheard of thing. It's not a, a, an unreasonable request. I mean, I've heard now there's hospitals now that, you know, come, you know, a baby delivery and, you know, some, some places are even, not even letting the husband in there in this case too. So, I you know, I don't think that's anything anybody's gonna be too upset with too. I did like the idea of the video for certain things. I mean, there are kind of basic things that you go through on a home morning orientation with, you know, here's how you work your thermostat or you change your air filter. And this is how this, that, and the other thing works. Um, I kind of like, you know, maybe a 10 or 15 minute video that kind of goes through with a superintendent that you could just reuse, you know, yeah. um, maybe, maybe put it on, on their warranty portal or email it to them or something. Um, I think that's something that you could use even after this all settles down. Sure, sure. Yeah. So if uh, I think someone had said they already have that, again, I'm gonna gonna say if you're willing to share it, forward on to me. If anybody's looking for that, I'll be happy to share it on. But again, only if you're, you know, if you're comfortable doing that. Others, uh, Ryan said they can link to the website for frequently asked questions. Um, and are you talking the ITK portal for reference tool? Is that what you're talking, Brian? Too. I know in terms of the setup on a lot of those options, you can set up the websites that go right to the warranty for, you know, GE appliance or anything. So yeah, you're right. That's a great place to do it. That way it's available right there for people to click on. So fantastic. Nice. Love it. This is what makes this, uh, this kind of uh, format so exciting because we really do get to hear and I'm, I'm so thankful everybody's really chipping in here. So. Well, good. We're coming to the top of the hour, folks. I hate to bring this to a close. I didn't think it would go this, but I think we'll do that. We're going to be looking for something next week, maybe even two if we can fit them in. And so be looking at your email. I'm going to be taking your responses from the survey to really create this and go forward on this. We're going to kind of continue this at least until we get out of this. And I do know one of my uh, topics I was thinking about was we mentioned earlier is are you planning for what happens when it finally is listed and everybody's running around like chickens with their heads cut off? How are you going to do that? So that will definitely be a topic uh, coming up. Please keep your eyes open for the emails and thank you so much. I hope you found value in this. Jeremy, thank you for being in here. I love hearing your insight and you know, you've worked with builders so long all over the place and, and obviously being in it yourself too. Uh, so valuable. Monica, thank you for uh, keeping us on track and keeping an eye on everything as, as we go along here too. Um, I'm going to kind of bring this to an end today, but again, 
be looking for stuff for next week. So stay safe, everybody. Uh, keep working through it. We are in it together, and we'll keep on sharing and getting through it, too. I hope you got some great ideas from the home builders who participated in this discussion. And many thanks to the folks at ECI Solutions who let me share this content through my podcast, too. So here's to hoping for a quick end to this pandemic and a return to normal soon. That does it for this week's episode of the Sticks and Bricks podcast. I'm Brad Hubbard. Thanks for listening. And until next time, keep building a business that's as strong as your homes.